Well, hello there, everyone. Um, I hope you're having a good week. And uh, this month, I'd like to talk to you about um, what is self-harm and why is it such a serious consequence of our mental health problems? Um, there's an awful lot to talk around self-harm, so I'm just going to try and skim over the surface of a lot of the areas and hopefully give you some help and support along the way. So when we ask ourselves, what is self-harm? It can take various forms in our lives. We know that it's a very destructive thing to do and that it's not a healthy way for us to express our difficult emotional feelings that we might be experiencing in our lives. It can be, for instance, burning our body, pulling our hair, biting ourselves. And if we get really angry and frustrated, there is a temptation to bash our head against a wall or to punch the walls with our fists. So it's a very painful process, very painful action to carry out in our lives. And it's not very helpful and healthy. So the purpose of self-harm for many people who do it is the only way they can feel some kind of comfort or soothing. But it's only a temporary thing because it won't help you long term. And if you in in involve yourself in this form of action then it can lead to very serious mental health problems long term and also maybe people who self-harm feel it's the only way they can feel in control of their lives it's the only way they can cope because they don't feel connected in the world they're trying to deal with difficult situations and as they're unable to do that, they feel that by self-harming is the only way they can cope, perhaps with managing some very difficult thoughts. It can end up helping you temporarily to relieve some feelings of numbness, anger, or maybe changing your emotional pain into some physical pain to help you temporarily deal with this difficult situation that you're facing. So the relationship between self-harm and suicide attempt is also important to understand because some people who self-harm may have suicidal thoughts but not have plans. So self-harm can be about coping with the only way you can feel in control, as we've said, but also finding self-healthy ways to express those painful, difficult feelings is about trying to do this without harming yourself. And I've said in some of the previous podcasts I've mentioned, possibly by doing some sport, some creativity in your life, to express those difficult, painful feelings in a positive, healthy way, without harming yourself through self-harm. Because you may feel some shame about your life due to a lot of bad feelings happening to you. So cutting can be a way of avoiding talking about these feelings. You don't feel that you can trust anyone, so you feel that you have to keep those painful feelings within. But it may bring up some very difficult emotions like shame, guilt or embarrassment. And that can make it very hard for you to continue to look for help and support and feel that you need to talk to someone about these difficult feelings and emotions that you're experiencing. Maybe you've been bullied, for instance, or you've got low self-esteem, or maybe you're struggling to make positive relationships with other people. 
and you're feeling very lonely and isolated. Maybe you're struggling with a learning difficulty and you feel a bit of shame and you can't talk to anyone and you're wondering what people think of you when they look at you in public. Or maybe you're LGBT in the community and you feel rejected by members of your family and friends because they don't understand you. Or maybe you've uh, experienced a lot of abuse in your childhood or maybe in your present life. Maybe you've lost a parent or you've seen some violence. So all these things and these experiences can actually lead to a person to feel that the only thing they can do to cope in life is to harm themselves through cutting themselves. So also you might feel that you need to continue to suffer by cutting yourself and experiencing this form of behaviour because of what's happened to you and you feel that you need to continue to suffer and blame yourself for something that's causing you to do this. So you become a victim who wants to get back at others who've done you wrong. So it's risk-taking to lift your mood or distract you from facing up to the difficult experiences and actions in your past. So there are different levels of risk, as we are aware. Risk behaviour is often linked to feeling sick, disturbed sleeping patterns, feeling unwell or have no appetite. Those are the things you really need to be aware of and to be very careful about. So risk behaviour information, many people look for it online and they look for it in social media and it can be very unhelpful and dangerous. Some of the information we get, especially from the dark web, we need to avoid the dark web at all costs. So we need to be aware that we can find helpful information through other organisations like Mind, uh, The Mix and they're on social websites. So any situation that affects your emotional well-being or physical health is classed as high risk and you may have a danger of pushing yourself physically or cutting yourself causing possible infections and it might lead to blood poisoning. Poor issues around self-esteem can also cause you to self-harm if you're not able to talk to anyone about this. Maybe you've got a problem with body image and this can lead to high levels of risks and become more serious over time and can involve you self-harming. Maybe you've got, um, you're involved in drug use and the dangers of drug use can often lead to your physical and emotional well-being being threatened. So a person's violent behaviour, for instance, to other people can be that they're involved in self-harming. So your own actions that impact on others can put them at risk as well as yourself at risk. So self-harm is a negative coping action for you that may put others also in life-threatening situations. So levels of harm, looking after yourself, being able to talk openly and freely about your problems with someone is something very, very important that you need to do if you're struggling with self-harm behaviours. And obviously you need to find someone who you can trust because self-harming will not help you in the long term. It might help you briefly in the short term, 
but it can lead to addiction and it can also lead to more serious life-threatening behaviour. So how can you help yourself cope with self-harming? Well, firstly, you need to accept the feelings behind your self-harming. You need to get some information to understand why you self-harm and I've mentioned a few things a few minutes ago. You need to reach out for that support and not believe in the myth that you can cope on your own and you don't need anybody else. And you need to create some form of safety plan. That might be distracting yourself by doing something else to avoid taking part in self-harming. And every time you avoid the temptation by distracting yourself and believing that you don't need to continue to do it, the self-harming feelings and emotions should become less and less of a threat to you. So delay self-harm instead of trying to replace it with something else is important as well. So if you feel overwhelmed or numb, you can do what we call some grounding exercises. And those grounding exercises are very basic things. Five things that you can look at, that you can see, feel, hear, smell and taste will help you to keep in control of your emotions and your feelings in a positive way instead of feeling that you've got to give in to self-harming. So before telling someone that you are self-harming, which is quite a brave thing to do and it's an important thing to do, perhaps write down how you feel or how you've been feeling over a period of time since you've been self-harming. Practice what you want to say to them. Perhaps read it out after you've been writing something down. How you feel most comfortable telling them. Maybe on the telephone or going to see someone face to face. If you have low self-esteem, remember that you're not a burden to other people when you go and share your problem of self-harming with them. And then finally, I'd like to outline a safety plan for you. If you are feeling that self-harming is something that you can't stop doing and that you have thoughts that your life is in danger, that you're wondering what the purpose and meaning for continuing to live is, I'd like you to hold on to the fact that you need to recognise three reasons why you need to continue to live. And you probably end up thinking of more. Three important reasons why you should continue to live. Three things that you can do to help yourself with the problem of self-harming to avoid continuing to do it. And three people that you can contact and talk to about your problems. Three organisations maybe you can call and I'll give you some of those details in a moment. And three things you can do to help yourself generally. Okay, so if just we recap over the problems of self-harming, we know that it's a short-term thing that's not going to help you long-term and it's to do with going through a lot of difficult, painful things that have happened in your life and that you need to do positive things to help you express your emotional, difficult feelings. That it can be very risky and you need to beware of the triggers that cause your self-harming and we've mentioned some of them. Stress, fear, worry, anxiety, loss of appetite, loss of someone in your life that is close to you, feelings of depression. It might be linked to a trauma or a traumatic experience. 
so you need to be aware of those and then finally i just like to mention some people and organizations you can contact if you are struggling with self-harming and you do really want to stop childline if you're under 18 under 19 sorry the number is 0800 1111 uh, the samaritans 116123 uh, mind organization have got some very important and helpful information online you can look them up also the mix obviously you can visit your doctor if you're able to feel that you can and also an organization called shout if you text to 85258 to contact the shout crisis text line that can help you if you're 15 or older calm 0800 585 858 and that's the calm web chat so these services will only share your information if they're worried about you or think that you are immediate danger to yourself i hope this has been helpful this uh, podcast on self-harming and i hope you are able to take something from it and remember there is always someone to talk to don't feel isolated and alone don't feel you've got to struggle and remember there is always a way out of this painful difficult life experience that you're having to cope with hope you have a good week a good weekend take care of yourself Hope to talk to you again soon. Bye for now.
Dios la pena.